And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard for another hour of music and talk with the artists who make it, because that's what it's all about. Music and the artists make it happen like a, well, like, like this guy from Glasgow. His name, well, his name... It just scrolled away from me on the board. What happened to me? Are you talking okay. about Mr. Cinnamon? Jerry Cinnamon. Cinnamon, okay? There you go. Jerry Cinnamon, and he's got a thing called Dark Days, and this is what it sounds like. Gray. How was a black cloud floating? You were a moonbeam in the sky Longing for the day I threw myself into your light Unthreatened by the night Nothing stays the same But still the world is turning At least some things never change if life is just a game And luck is for losers Then I'm winning a game Dark days, these are dark days But I have that there's an easier way These are the best days that you're ever gonna have Sun rays, cause I know that there's an easier way to love. These are the best days that you're ever gonna have. His better known name. His real name is Gerard Crosby, and I, I guess maybe he thought that, you know, 
Crosby isn't really a cool name for a singer, right? What do I know? Uh, you know, he, known the, 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 bing, the Bing Simmons. thing, you know how that goes. <laughs> bing yeah. thing. He's a Scottish singer and uh, songwriter and acoustic guitarist, as you may have uh, guessed from uh, that great little tune he did. He sings, of course, in the local accent, Glaswegian, which is of people who are from Glasgow, and uses what has been described as a brutally honest type of lyric. He's uh, They're talking about him possibly being the next folk hero from over across the pond, ready to pop on the scene, and I guess that's a possibility, but can he really follow the likes of Oasis and Arctic Monkeys and making the leap from grassroots, from a grassroots phenomenon there, uh, anyway, to national and international prominence. It's going to be interesting to follow and see what happens with Jerry Cinnamon. Right now, it's going to be interesting to hear what's happening with John Bon Jovi. How are you doing this week, John? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Dave. It's been an interesting week. Uh, I want to just make a quick comment on uh, Jerry Cinnamon. Uh, nice song. I like it. But, you know, he kind of reminds me of our friend Jerry Hull a little bit and some of his harmonies and uh, the way he designed the chorus line on that song uh and uh you know jerry's been a good friend of ours done some good things and so it can't be all that bad can it no i agree with you and yeah i do see where you could draw uh some similarities but then of course they're both from the same island group over there so uh there's uh, there's bound to be some uh, some some similar relationship there. there. Relationship exactly. Yeah, that's a word I couldn't find. First, I can't find my cue cards, and then I can't find a word. This is going to be a long hour. I can see that already, <laughs> but you're right. Uh, I think that uh, I think Jerry Cinnamon is, in fact, one to watch. Uh, it's very listenable, and uh, he's type of, his songs are the type of songs that you really want to listen to a couple of times uh, because you're not going to catch all the lyrics the first time through. And, and I like his he style does on the guitar them. as well. I mean, he, he did a nice job with yeah. that. Yeah. But as far as what's going on no, here in this said, neck of the woods, you know, we had our one day of fall yesterday. I think the high temperature got up to 81. <laughs> and uh, so now fall is over and summer's come back again. We had a high of, I think, 92 today. Uh, so, you know, it's November and of course, November, you're, you know, right in the middle of summertime. So, uh, you know, I, I suppose we should have been grateful for the one day of crisp day of fall that we had here in Southwest Florida. <laughs> what happened? What, what I want to know is what happens in December, say around Christmas, do you get uh, only the people with white license plates? Exactly. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, we're equal opportunity license plates here. So, you know, non-white license plates are also invited to come down and, and, and partake of our weather here. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the uh, the visitors who come down and, uh, and uh, support you during the winter <laughs> will be glad to know that they are indeed welcome well, in the sunny Bless their pointed little Florida. heads. They do feed the coffers indeed. That's a fact. Isn't that the truth? Yes, Listen, you're right here on the David Bowers Awards, where every show is an award show, which, of course, makes each of our guests uh, award winners automatically just by being here. And uh, we want to thank our uh, first award winners from way back when we started this show almost seven years ago, uh, the group out of Texas who called themselves Titty Bingo and provide our theme music. They're our house band and have been since uh, since the start. 
And you can check them out online at tittybingo.com. Their website is currently under uh, revamping. It's not complete yet, but it is up and working, and you can go in and check it out. It's a, a really uniquely interactive site and becoming even more so. So you can check it out now and then come back later to see the changes they've made. And anytime, you can go in and check out their uh, their good old down-home rock and roll. Titty Bingo, it's always time to play tittybingo.com. One of the features of this show is that you, as well as our guests, help us pick award winners. We don't have any nominations or naming panels or phony voting, just simple awards. Somebody does or says something really good or really stupid, music-related, and they are qualified for an award. Simple as that. So if you've got someone or some group you think deserves an award for whatever reason, Drop us a line. Email is david at thedavidbowers.com. Put award in the subject line and tell us who they are, a little bit about them, and why you think they're deserving of an award right here on the David Bowers Awards. And uh, that brings us pretty much to our first award, which we will get to right after we salute our friends up in uh, Rochester, New York, including Mary Perry, accredited disability representative, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ FM 106.3, better known as Rochester Free Radio. Uh, We salute you, Mary Perry, and thank you for your support and for, well, just for liking the show. And also, a reminder, check out Jeff Moulton's Oldies, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies on Rochester Free Radio, Saturday evenings at 8 o'clock, Eastern Time, and uh, we are now on Standard Time, so uh, we'll emphasize that is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies. And our first award is going to go to someone who was represented here on the show last week, and I'll explain why as we go along here. Our first award goes to Kicking Eagle. Kicking Eagle is a Native American songwriter, author, philosopher, global motivational speaker, and writer of Christmas in July for April, which the Smith Sisters Sisters Bluegrass did on our show last week. We previewed the song, and it's a very touching uh, Christmas type of song, Christmas meaning song, uh, not your usual Christmas music or Christmas carol. And uh, if you heard it, I'm sure you were touched. If you have not heard it, you should go out of your way to hear Christmas in July for April by Smith Sisters Bluegrass. And we salute Kicking Eagle for having written such a poignant uh, and heartfelt song. He's written for many artists, many hits over the years. And we are happy to announce that he will be joining us on the David Bowers Awards later in December. As a matter of fact, our last show before our Christmas show in mid-December He will be on along with uh, Smith Sisters, and uh, we're going to talk about the song, the meaning, where it came from, the story behind it, and also get to know Kicking Eagle at the same time. I know you won't want to miss that, and we might possibly have a surprise for you, and uh, I can't tell you more about it yet because it's not a sure thing, but there's a very good possibility that we will have a surprise song release for that show. So be sure and check it out coming up in mid-December when we have Kicking Eagle and Smith Sisters Bluegrass on the show. 
and uh, it's going to be a really enjoyable time. Right now, an enjoyable time to get started with our music for this week. Our first guest comes to us from the United Kingdom, from over across the pond. As a matter of fact, this is a totally international show. We just had uh, we just had Jerry Cinnamon from Glasgow, Scotland, and we have uh, coming up in just a little bit. We'll have Callie Amel, who is from Sweden. But right now, first, ladies first, of course. We have a guest from the UK by the name of Debbie Nunn, who is a really interesting pop country star. And I think you're going to enjoy her music. We may even be hearing more of her here in the States after people get a load of some of her music. Like this track we're going to play right now, Live the Dream. Here's Debbie Nunn. said to me you wanna be a shiny star then follow your dreams drive every highway be who you wanna be never be negative then positivity baby girl don't you sit there so blue my angel face this is what you should do if you wanna live the dream you
And there you have Live the Dream by our next guest, Debbie Nunn. Hello, Debbie. Come on in here. Hello. How are you? Doing fine, thank you. How are you doing? A little late at night over there for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm always up late, to be honest. <laughs> well, you know... It, I'm, al- I'm always busy. <laughs> it's one of those things that uh, you, you almost have to be, to be a uh, music artist, you've got to be a night person to some degree, because uh, you do a lot of gigs late at night, and uh, I, I can understand that completely, and we're so happy to have you here with us, and thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to talk with us and share your music now. The song we just played, Live the Dream, that was released in June, was it not? That's right, yes. Yeah, it was released in June. Um, and we've had a wonderful response. And I think it's because it, you know, touches people's hearts in the way that if you've got a dream, follow it through, you know, whatever that is, whether you want to be a nurse, a doctor, you know, fly to space, <laughs> whatever Excellent. that dream is, you know, never give up on your dreams and just, yeah. Well, I, th- I think that uh, that's one of the reasons that it's been very a very popular song. Uh, it, it, it also has a, a definite commercial sound to it without, you know, without betraying the country sound. It, it's a good mixture of a commercial pop country sound, and it has one heck of a hook, as you were saying, the, the Live the Dream uh, is, a, uh, is a, a great hook. Did you write that yourself? Yes, I did. Yes, I wrote that along. I co-wrote that with my writing partner, Spencer J. Um, yeah, we, we do like um, a good hook, something that you can remember. What, what's always important to me when you're writing a song, first of all, is the, the emotion uh, of the song, uh, the feeling that you get when you listen to the mm-hmm. song. And even when I'm writing the lyrics, that's always really important to me, that it comes from the heart. And... Um, you know, and another first is to make sure that it's got a great hook. That for me, when I listen to a song, I like the fact that um, it's something that you listen to once and you don't forget it, kind of thing. So that's how I try to write that you just remember the song almost immediately. Fingers crossed. <laughs> And it has a great musical sound to it. The the tune catches your ear, kind of an ear bug. It, it, it'll stick with you, and you will you can find yourself humming the song as you're you know going about your daily routine. John Bon Jovial, what what's your take on that? Well, I really like the song. First of all, Debbie, and and welcome to the show. It's great to have you on with us. Uh, thank you, Joe. But uh, the thing that really uh, caught my attention about the song was the fullness of the production. You guys have really put a lot of thought and work and effort into the production of this song, and it really shows. Uh, I, I handle a lot more of the uh, the technical end of things along with our engineer uh, Nick Rogers uh, yeah. and uh, but you know that's these are the kinds of things that I pay attention to and I was very impressed with uh, just the fullness and the body of the song and so I guess what I would want to know is what is the thought process that you and your engineering team go through when you're trying to create an original sound and have it really jump out and grab somebody? Well, um, firstly, the actual uh, musicianship is from Nashville. So uh, we went out to Nashville and recorded all the music there, uh, and then we brought it back to the UK and produced 
the actual uh, song itself. So I wanted to get um, the great, you know, instrumentation of the, the Nashville musicians, uh-huh. which I think are wonderful, by the way. Oh, they, they <laughs> I think that, you know, and, we've and, got and great UK Yeah, and we've got, you know, great UK musicians as well. But we just wanted to get an authentic sound, you know. Um, and then we bring it back here to the UK, and that's where um, all the production and vocals, backing vocals, are done here from the UK in our studios, Honeybee Studios. Okay. Uh, what kind of yeah. music? What kind of music did you grow up listening to? Uh, what What are your your favorites as as you've grown up in life? Not necessarily songs, particular songs, but you know, what are the styles that that uh, that you love and and maybe want to emulate? Well, I've I've listened to lots of different types of music. So my dad used to listen to country and um, you know ver- various artists. So and as well, I love musicals. So uh, I, I used to love like the Shirley Temple films and Sound of Music. Um, so the, the sentimental movies, musical movies. So I've got quite a, a wide range. And I love reggae music. I love rock music. <laughs> so I'm quite influenced by lots of types of different music. Um, I love Dolly Parton, uh, Miranda Lambert. So I'm quite, uh, yeah. I've got huge influences from all types of genres. Is, is and I don't know a, whether that shows through the music, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> is, is there a genre that you want to be known by? When somebody thinks of you, they think of what kind of music? Country music. Okay. That's that's really where my, my heart lies, yeah. So when I, when I was younger, my dad used to listen to lots of different country artists. Um, which, which I didn't know when, when you're growing up, you don't realize it's country music that you're right. listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you're, you, you're not putting things in it. To me, it was just music that I was listening to. And my mum introduced me to Patsy Cline. Uh, she bought her album for me and said, I think, you know, you should listen to this lady. So I also listened to Patsy Cline. Um, lot, lots of different artists, Dolly Parton, you know, the 9 to 5 movie when I first saw that. Right. I was like, wow, this is fantastic. You know, I, I saw that from um, watching it on Sky, basically. It's not uh, Doris Day. I love Doris Day. Uh, so there's all, yeah, all types of music and artists that I love. That's a good thing. And I, I, you mentioned having come over here to Nashville, which I think uh, I think it contributed greatly to the sound you have on Live the Dream. It was a, a great choice on your part, and it, uh, it proved its worth in the product that you came out with. But since you have done that, let me ask you the obvious next question. Are you planning to come over here and uh, do some dates in the States? Yes. Yeah, that's on the cards. Um, we're looking to tour. Um, you know, everything is possible. <laughs> um, so it's uh, preparing and getting things ready. At the moment, we're still in the studio um, working on some more new, new releases that we're planning on, some singles that we're hoping to put out. We haven't got a date as of yet, but um, we're working towards that as well and videos and various lots of different things that we've got. I've got lots of dreams. That's what it is. <laughs> That's a good thing. That is a very good thing because out of dreams, reality is born, and, and you 
you know, you, you find your dream, you follow it, and that's how you how you move forward, how you achieve, and you have achieved quite well. It's obvious. Now, your next song, you already have one that has just come out. You were talking about uh, future releases that you have in the works. You have one that just came out the end of September, which we're going to be playing here in just a few minutes. Uh, tell us about the uh, about how Gotta Get Away came to be. Well, it was winter here, and uh, it was uh, a lot of dark evenings, and <laughs> the weather was wet, and I just it, it just came into my head, got to get away, um, and things were crazy, and like I say, the phone was bleeping, and the emails were coming through, <laughs> sure. and I, I just put pen to paper, and that's uh, how that song came about, because sometimes life can get a little crazy. Uh, so the gotta get away the lyrics are all about when life gets a bit crazy but you've got to get away but you must always remember your blessings that's that's what the song is about never forget um, your blessings but sometimes you just got to get away (laughs) absolutely absolutely as I said we're going to play that for the folks in in just a few minutes but before we let you go a couple of other questions and uh, you've already answered a couple of them one do you have an album coming in the future yeah that's something that we're planning on that will probably be um, next year sometime Um, that, that that's that that's the plan we're planning on you know there's lots of songs we've got a catalog of songs because we're always writing we're always in the studio writing to this morning i wrote a song so that they're always there um so yeah there'll be an album and albums fingers crossed coming <laughs> coming out so yeah <laughs> there's lots of plans there um, and now um obviously i do like a, a radio show uh and uh, this uh, this weekend on the Sunday, I do my radio show, which is lunchtime, 12 till 2 p.m. And people tell me that they cook their roasts while listening to Awesome. <laughs> to the radio there you show. go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Debbie Does Country. And on there, I play all types of music because I love all types of country, whether that be bluegrass, old country, new country. I believe there's a great song in every kind of uh, decade genre, you know. A sure. type of country, so um, yeah, and they're all handpicked by by myself as well, uh, and we've had really good success with that. That it's being played uh, around, and I think uh, the uh, from Deluxe Radio dot co dot uk. So uh, yeah, so I'm just having a, a great time, and that was another dream that I had. I I used to listen to the radio a lot when I was younger. Um, I'd have my ear to to the radio and listen to all my favourite songs and, you know, things like that. And I I, I don't know why, I'd always sit with my ear very close to the speaker Mm -hmm. and I'd pick out all the instruments and the the harmonies and uh, how, how you know, the person was singing the song. So I was always into quite detail. Yeah, and my mum would just let me sit there. (laughs) You were definitely a student of the music and that's... uh, I love that music. Definitely has to uh, has to have been an advantage for you in getting into it to the degree that you are now. Are you touring at all over in the uh, in the UK or Europe? Yeah, I, at the moment I do some uh, like private events. The, the, the weekend just gone. I was at someone's birthday party. They they hired me for their birthday party, so I kind of do all all different types of 
venues and uh, things like that. But at the moment, we're, we're just in talks with people to, to do a tour. So um, fingers crossed that, that you know, you know how it is. I don't want to promise anything <laughs> until it's all signed and sealed. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. I, I, I can respect that. But I am also looking forward to the fact that you say you do have a possible album in the works. And that would definitely be a good excuse for you to come back on the show and play a few tracks for us. Oh, yes, 100%. And we will always let you know when the new music's out as well. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, if you get us uh, if you get us a copy, we'll be sure and share it with the listeners as well. And uh, we we've had uh, well, we do basically all genres of music on the show. Although we let's see, we haven't had any jazz and we haven't had any opera on here. But boy, we've had just about everything else, including country. We've got uh, the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, Joe Bonsell stops by uh, frequently, and as a matter of fact, he was on last week's show. And, uh, you know, we had, uh, you mentioned bluegrass, uh, the Smith Sisters Bluegrass, uh, two, two lovely ladies who do some great, uh, I'm going to say contemporary bluegrass. It's, it's not, you know, it's not pop rock, uh, but it's, it's bluegrass, not your granddaddy's bluegrass, but it is bluegrass, and they do a beautiful job, do some great music. So we do cover just about all types of music at one time or another on here, and uh, I have been really amazed at the popularity of what Americans kind of consider their own music, country music, uh, the popularity and growth of it in the, in your country, in the UK, in Europe, and uh, the Bellamy's, uh, David and Howard, who've been on the show uh, numerous times, uh, have told us about their success in traveling Europe, and uh, it, it's just amazing. I'm amazed at how American country music is so embraced over there. It's it's really it refreshing. It really is embraced, and it's becoming uh, more and more popular here in the UK, which is fantastic, uh, more than it's ever been. So that is wonderful. And also, I'd like to thank people like yourself um, and all the wonderful DJs that have made, you know, the, the live the dream, the success that it, that it is. And I'm really chuffed with that because the support is um, just overwhelming and really lovely. Uh, you know, there's more kind people in the world than there is bad. That's what I believe, because uh, we've received such a wonderful response from people like yourself supporting us. And I, I can't thank you enough. I, I really do appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you sharing your story and your time with us. We thank you so much for joining us and look forward to having you come back again in the not-too-far-distant future. Ladies and gentlemen, Debbie Nunn. And right now, she's got to get away.
And there we go. That's Debbie Nunn from the UK, Gotta Get Away. That was just released the end of September, and uh, we thank her for sharing with us. Debbie Nunn, I'm the David Bowers. John Bon Jovial is here with us, as is Callie Hamill from Sweden, whose song is I Know My Whiskey. Getting on the train to someone new Past the place where I met you Memories from my childhood cross my mind, yeah Just a little boy, but the biggest dreams Things ain't always what they seem Thinking about the things I left behind I ain't always been alone If I could turn around time again Cause I, I would've told you I know my whiskey don't love me I know my whiskey won't smile It ain't gonna give me a kiss goodnight And hold me tight I know my God, it ain't gonna love me like you do It ain't gonna kick you like girls do I ain't gonna let it knock me down again Just hear me when I say that I know, I know my whiskey Pulling up to nowhere station soon A wind is blowing, I see you I never thought that you'd be recognizing me You stroke my hair, I shed a tear I can't believe we made it here Open our eyes, now we can see Why oh, you never been alone oh, I remember all the things you said I wanna tell you that I know my whiskey don't love me I know my whiskey won't smile It ain't gonna give me a kiss goodnight And hold me tight I know but God it ain't gonna love it like you do It ain't gonna kick you like us too Ain't gonna let it knock me down again Just hear me Gotta respect a man who knows his whiskey. He goes by the name of Kelly Amelin, and he's here from Sweden to talk with us. Hello, Kelly. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Doing great, and so glad you could join us today. A little bit late over there. You're what? You're around what? Twelve, one o'clock? Yeah, twelve thirty. But uh, being a night person, I'm so happy for you guys to have me on. Thank you so much. So uh, no problem Fantastic. at all. 
We're so glad to have you on. Great song there, and I'm really, I really want to talk about the fact that uh, what we call country music is so big uh, over on that side of the globe. But first, I want to, for the benefit of our listeners who might not be familiar with you, I want to go over, first off, your name, which uh, I had to ask to be sure I pronounced somewhat correctly. And uh, for the listeners who want to look you up, it's spelled C-A-L-L-E. And the last name really trick you. A-M is the Michael, E-L-N as in Nancy, pronounced Amel. That's Callie Amel. C-A-L-L-E-A-M-E-L-M. Callie, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into country music. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I'm, a, I'm a singer-songwriter. I've been, I used to play rock and roll and metal kind of when I was a younger teenager, you know, I'm growing into the, uh, the angry period of life, so to speak. Um, but I've been drifting into like more like country rock and pop as I got older. It was kind of a natural, you know, as, as the band, uh, we drifted apart and, and I was kind of on my own, but still wanted to make music. It was easier to make something a little bit more acoustic, not so much screeching guitars. And, and you know, it's, 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 it's tough to, to make that kind of music on your own, I guess. And, and it just, you know, I matured into into something that that at least is you know has some country over it. It's not it's hard to call it just a, a typical style. I think it's it's a mixture of a lot of different genres and uh, and uh, I kind of like it that way too. Well, I can understand that, and we do too. I know it's been my experience that uh, a lot of uh, of country music is popular over there. I know some friends of ours, the Bellamy brothers, uh, David and Howard who are on the show frequently, they tour over there quite a bit. And uh, everywhere from Scandinavia down into uh, uh, Germany and, and Central Europe, and uh, they are constantly telling us what a great reception American country artists have over there. And uh, that, that really impresses me. I'm, I'm kind of curious to uh, what do you attribute, and you, you kind of touched on it here just in a, a moment ago, but what do you attribute the, uh, the strength and popularity of country music on that side of the pond? It, it's a good question. I mean, especially in Sweden where, you know, we, we've had uh, music export has been amazing throughout the years. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know how many professional musicians live here and, and sing, and especially songwriting out of, out of this country. But I guess, I mean, We've had a lot of like fully produced, like like everywhere, like a lot of mainstream pop, and I guess sometimes maybe people are kind of fed up with that and want to hear something more more real and more more simplistic, if you will. I mean, not saying it's it's simple, but at least it's the storyline in the country song is often easy easy to relate to and that sort of thing. And, and uh, I guess exactly. that's that's a big reason why easy to relate to and easy to understand. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Now. Uh, we kind of, you know, Americans can be kind of selfish uh, and self-centered too at times, but uh, we kind of look at what we call country music, which you fit right in with. We kind of look at that as American music. I mean, we kind of claim it as our own. As a matter of fact, a lot of it is being kind of recategorized as Americana. Uh, what I, I know this is not traditional Swedish music, but how does that fit into the Swedish music scheme? Um, it, I'm not too sure. I mean, for me, it's been 
like the, the country part of things has come pretty easy. You know, living in Sweden, the toughest part is probably finding a pedal steel player. Uh, but <laughs> apart from that, it's been, you know, we have, uh, I don't know, for me, it's a genre that, that I, I kind of relate to myself. And then we have this, this big music export machine behind that I, can t that I personally can take a lot of inspiration from as well. So that's why I kind of, I get a lot of, uh, I've got a lot of, of um, I mean, comments about the genre itself. I've never been a genre person. I don't, I don't call, I don't care what you call it. I, I just, you know, I, I just keep doing my thing, if you will. And, and then, you know, I just call it, there is some country in there. It's not pure country, which people are going to tell you as well, I, I, I presume. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a mix of everything. And there's a lot of inspiration to get from here. And I do agree. It's a, it's a very, um, very american uh, uh sort of style from the beginning and and i don't think no one's you know trying to take that away it's just you know you know there's a lot of people have something to say in other places uh too i guess kelly it's uh it's it's john uh, but a question that i have for you and and i'm not even sure if i'm asking you the right question because in listening to your uh song just now i know my whiskey uh i heard a great deal of original thought and idea in there but you know being as it does you know it is country tinged heavily uh is it even proper to say to you who are your influences in from american country music because country music is an american phenomenon so who do you take your your cue from if you will as far as country artists whether it's old classic or new modern country uh, uh, who who are you thinking about? I mean, nowadays I probably listen mostly to stuff like Brantley Gilbert, Jason Aldean, and, and uh, some Kid Rock, and uh, a lot of, uh, uh, I mean, Zach Brown Band I've been listening to a lot lately. and, and uh, So it's more like, active. for me, they're kind of crossovers as well. They're kind of kind of more into rock, or, or at least they're, they have a certain attitude and, and coolness about them with, the, with that which i think appeals and and that they're probably a big inspiration music wise for me right now i listen i've listened to everything i mean previously but it's like this moment in time that's basically where what, what uh where i get a lot of inspiration from and i think i think they're uh, uh again like i'm not i'm not really fond of the labeling you know saying just listen to a certain genre and only only listening to that i'll listen to anything that 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 appeals especially for me, a strong melody is what a song makes a song good, and, and that's that can be basically any genre. Um, but but uh, within country, and, and they're definitely uh, big inspirations to me um, at this time, at least. Uh, people are so afraid to try to develop an original sound because they know that they can stand by the old classics out there and lean on that and make people happy. So the fact that you're doing something original is, to me, personally is is very refreshing that's kind of yeah, a double-edged I mean, sword that's kind of a double-edged sword john because yeah, it is. Uh, yeah you can rely on the classic sound but at the same time uh you want to inject something new and you have to be very careful uh, country music i think what we call country music is uh, is unique in the respect that it has more guidelines it has a uh, more defined parameter and purists get very upset if you expand too much in any one direction if you become too rockish remember there was a time they didn't let electronic instruments on the grand old opry stage so uh, you have to you have to tread a fine line there and i, I think and uh, Callie, you can uh, you can correct me if uh, 
if you uh, don't agree, but I think that perhaps country music, uh, rather than being an American phenomenon, I think perhaps it might be just a label applied to the style of music that is Americana and has become associated uh, with America as a uh, as a country or as a music phenomenon in that respect. I think the uh, country music in America is just exactly what you uh, have outlined. It's a, uh, it's a compendium. It's a uh, uh, draws from all different parts of the world, which is basically how America started. And so it's only natural that our music uh, draws from uh, the, uh, from the UK, from Europe, from all over the world. And, uh, Oftentimes, these sounds and styles do show through, and I think you're an excellent example of that because you do have an original sound, but at the same time, you do fit the, you know, if you have to pigeonhole, you do fit the sound of country music, and uh, I I think that's an excellent thing, an excellent accomplishment on your part. Thank you very much for those kind words. I mean, it, it's um, I've, I've been asked, all, you know, my, my whole career, what, what what is the genre? What's the what's what do you, what label do you want to put on your music? And I've always found that pretty hard. And you know, it, it can be different from song to song as well. I'll do something like super acoustic folk type tune, and then I'll do a, a more more of a rock rock uh, infused tune that has you know distorted guitars and a little bit of up tempo. And then I'll do a really slow ballad, and I'll do the, I know my whiskey was kind of a mid tempo pretty electronic kind of modern pop stuff in in there as well so i can understand if you know people say that hey that's not country and it isn't but it's it kind of has some country elements in there and 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 uh if you know if, if as you say if, if people want to want to put a label on it then, then and and call it country-ish then happy happy to you know and and that's that's what i relate to myself so uh makes it makes it uh makes it easy Absolutely, and I, I think you're—I think you're exactly correct there, in in so far as labeling is concerned. And I think that the the our our, our style of music presentation has more or less encouraged that uh, we have. Uh, well, for years it was broadcast radio. Now it's becoming more internet, and uh, the the concept is still the same. You tend to want to pigeonhole. You want to identify a particular sound like uh, this is a country radio station as opposed to a rock radio station as opposed to, you know, whatever, pop, adult contemporary, hip-hop, whatever. So we label everything, and consequently that becomes part of our, well, part of our vernacular, part of our life. It's, uh, you know, it, it becomes, I don't listen to music, I listen to country music or whatever. So I, I think we have uh, we have not only created, but reinforced the categorization of music and you're absolutely right music does cross all genres it crosses all nationalities and uh, i think that's that's one of the beauties of it it uh, you know we we showed that in this country through over the last 200 years or more uh, people have come from all around the world they brought their own customs with them and they brought their own music with them and over the years it's been injected into the music of America, which is why I like the idea of an Americana category. If we have to, if we have to categorize, we've created a category that says, okay, this may not be country. It may not be rock. It may not be folk, but it's American music. 
And yeah. I think that's that's what we want. We want something that speaks for the people of the country. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, I think also for the for the fans. I mean, I guess as a as a music lover, you tend to. Uh, I mean, you kind of identify more with a with a musical style than maybe maybe a single song or, or even an artist. I mean, when you're younger, you obviously have idols and stuff like that, but exactly. older, you tend to like, you have a certain certain style that you tend to follow and like. So I, I under, completely understand it. It's not, it's not bad. It's just, you know, personally, it's been tricky to to put, I'd, I'd need a, you know, 20-word sentence to, to, sure. to label what I think I'm doing. So it's more that sort of thing. Yeah, like I like I kind of hinted there. I think we might have become a little bit overly obsessed with uh, categorizing everything. Before we let you go, I want to give you a chance to tell us, uh, tell the listeners how they can find you online. I give them a little bit of a of an intro by spelling your name at the top there, so they'd know how to find you. If you happen to miss that, uh, folks, it's C A L L E A M E L N. It's pronounced Cali Amel. And tell us how we can find you online. Well, I mean, on all of like uh, all digital outlets like Spotify and Deezer and Apple Music and and all those places, and, and obviously on, on social media as well. A good place to start, I guess, is my website, and I made it made it easier for you to to navigate there. It's camusic.net uh, rather than kellyamon.com, which I also have. So uh, camusic.net, that's a good starting point. Or look me up on Instagram, and Facebook, and I'm uh, I'm uh, pretty much. Uh, Everywhere out there, and the music's music's on uh, on any big outlets, and and uh, there's a link to the physical CD store as well, if you like, from from the website. Fantastic. We want to thank you so much for being here. Remind you that you're part of our family now. We have a thing here on the David Bowers Awards. Once you're on the show, you're part of our family. We always have a place for you, and we'll always help you promote your music, your new releases, touring. We'd like to see you come over to the States and see us, but uh, we're here for you. We'll help you any way we can. I have a page on Facebook. Uh, Just uh, search the David Bowers Awards, and you'll find the page. Feel free to post any of your information, announcements, anything you want to share with the listeners. That's what that page is there for. So thank you again so much for coming and spending time with us, telling us a little about you and your background, and, of course, sharing your great music with us. Thank you so much, and uh, thanks for having me, and and, uh, it was a blast, and uh, happy to stay in touch in the future. Thanks so much. Absolutely. We look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Kelly Amel, and this is called Hey Yo!
Kelly, we thank you listeners for joining us for another hour of music and uh, meeting several uh, new indie artists from around the world. It's our pleasure to be able to have these folks come in and share some time, tell their story, and share their music, of course, with you, our listeners, and uh, we get a kick out of it, too. So thank you to everyone, including our guest, Kelly Amel, and, of course, Debbie Nunn. We really appreciate you guys taking the time to sit and talk with us, and... Uh, that brings to mind the fact that it's about time for you to take us home, John Bon Jovial. Time to hit the long and dusty trail. That's right. Hey, if uh, you've enjoyed it today, we want to see you here next week on the David Bowers Awards, which, by the way, just happens to be broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio. You can also find us on the Anchor FM app for iOS and Android and also Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and MixCloud. And you can also find us now on the TuneIn radio app and PodCoin, which is kind of cool, because they actually pay you to listen to podcasts just like the David Bowers Awards. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk radio page and like the David Bowers on Facebook and, of course, on Twitter. Join us next week, if you will, for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZFM. 106.3 on your FM radio dial. That's Rochester Free Radio in New York. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky, wonderful engineer, I am yours truly, the legendarily lovable John Bon Jovial, saying love each other, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.